This is a surprise for Aaron for when she edits. I'm Hannah. And I'm Erin. And this is Somebody's Gotta Know, a podcast where we have questions. And somebody's gotta have answers. Hey. Hey, Hannah. Did that one feel really aggressive for some reason? I'm sorry. No, it's just my fault because I got distracted and forgot that I was supposed to go, and this, and I just didn't. So, so by the time I got to it, I was just trying to push through. I, I feel like I blacked out. I feel like I, I just said, all of it. I said, I'm Anna, and immediately stopped focusing. And I said, and I'm Erin. And then what did you say? I went, and this. <laughs> oh, it was just a, oh, it was just a pause. Just a pause. That's fine. I was that's waiting fine. for you to say something else, and you didn't, because it's my job. Maybe that's why I felt anxious, too, when I got to my part. Because I fucked up. And I just yelled to make up for it. <laughs> Somebody! Sorry to everybody wow, who's that, listening to this. That was, like, that was like a whistle note. Like, what was that sound? That was so high. <laughs> Guys, okay, so if you haven't enjoyed the first minute and a half of this, stop listening now. <laughs> I don't even know what the topic is. This is the entire episode. This is the mood that I'm in today. Hannah is tired. Which is great, because I'm going to explain something really complicated. Oh, no! We know how that goes. <laughs> this is going to be a funny episode. Stick around, folks. Aaron will explain to me. Want to do a fake commercial? Yeah. All right, everyone. We'll be back after the commercial break. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Have you ever been... So tired. And thirsty? And just need something refreshing, but also alcoholic but fun but alcoholic and fruity (laughs) alcoholic maybe you like ice in it but maybe you don't maybe you have a podcast where you should stop using cups made out of glass and putting ice in them but you keep drinking sangria so what are you gonna do about it this is a sangria commercial (laughs) oh i forgot we hadn't said it yet (laughs) (laughs) if we ever get um um, what is it called? Sponsors? They better write us a real detailed script because this is how it's going to go if I have to come up with it myself. <laughs> Can you believe that? We used to do improv together and we were good at it because I can't based on that. Use code SOMEBODY20 to get 20% off your next bottle of sangria. Any bottle of sangria. We're back! Wow, what a brilliant commercial. I really think I have to purchase that product. I realized when we started going off about improv that we didn't finish the commercial. I was like, maybe Hannah's just going to let this go. I won't push it. No, I won't no, push I'm it. not letting it go. I won't push it. You guys, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that was perfect. We That was our first time experimenting with the fake commercial did you was this part of it or was this like you just had a thought nope that was i that was in the moment you in went, the moment we should do this in the moment okay yeah. well oh well, it was sangria this, break it was the same time in an npr podcast when they stop and say this is the time of year when npr asks you to donate to your local 
National News Broadcast Station. This is the time of year where Hannah asks you to donate to our local sangria fund so that we can keep producing chaotic podcast episodes in a timely manner, which is a joke because we're not very timely about our episodes and we never have been. <laughs> and we I, will not make any promises about I would the still like sangria donations. You can write us at... I feel like we should have an email. What's no. our Instagram? <laughs> You run the Instagram. SGK underscore podcast at Instagram.com. Or if you go to, um, I believe it's Apple Podcasts, if you listen on Apple or if you don't, I think it's the only place you can leave a review. Oh, rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friends. Aren't we supposed to do this at the end of the episode? We did it now. What are we doing? (laughs) Well, we did that instead of talking about our week. That normally takes up this amount of time. We should talk about our week, though, because I need you guys to know why I'm so chaotic today, and it's that school is out, so I'm no longer a school counselor, and I've taken... For the the summer. I've taken that hat, Miss O'Connell is gone, and Hannah, the super nanny, is on, Um, and I have a toddler and a three-month-old and their brothers, and today they had a dual tantrum for 30 minutes, and neither of them would let me console them, so I'm... But I'm having fun, and I'm drinking sangria. It's only Monday. That's true, it is only Monday. Did I tell you I'm also taking four grad school classes this term? You did not tell me. That's a lot. I normally take two. That's like a full term. One of them is pre-practicum. So it's only six weeks, but it's very intense. Because it's like pre-internship. Yeah. Um, Anyways, I'm going to be napping a lot this month, I think. Well, that's good. Napping keeps us healthy and lets us be productive when we are awake. Wow. I'm going to tell Jason that next time he gives me shit for napping. You hear this, Jason? Repeat yourself, Aaron. Napping keeps us healthy and (laughs) lets us be more productive in the time we are awake. Boom! Hannah did a hair flip while I was saying that. Yeah. This was that last 10 seconds was directed strictly at my fiancé. The rest of you may... Take what you would like to and leave what you would not from that aggressive statement that I made. Um, how about you? How's your week? Well, first tell me, you saw Danielle this weekend. Oh my god, I saw Danielle. We celebrated Danielle's birthday on Saturday. Um, we're all the same age now. I wrote her a card, obviously, because it was her birthday, and I said, I love you so much, in the words of Aaron, and I put, like, quotes, wow, we're all 28 at the same time now, or whatever it was that you texted (laughs) us, end quotes. Uh, and she thought that was really funny. I bought her some okay. artisan's things because they wrap it for you. It's like a local gift shop. Um, yeah, it was good. We hung out. I rocked three different babies to sleep. Because why wouldn't I at a birthday party <laughs> in Maine? Why would I do anything but rock babies to sleep? Um, I hung out with dogs. Do you remember her friend Rachel that came to visit us in college senior year? Yeah. She was there, so I saw her. I did not remember her when Danielle texted me about her. They said that I brought her to a party, and now Danielle, that does not narrow it down. <laughs> but then the second I saw her, I knew who she was. Um, yeah, so overall, it was fun. It was a good time. There's a lot of dogs. Dogs and babies. Dogs, babies. A little bit of, um, but it's legal up there, so it's fine. Yeah. In case you missed that weed. <laughs> I don't know why I'm being weird. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> we saw the ocean. All good. All of this is good. I like this. It was this. a fun time. 
Fantastic. I'm sorry I was not able to come, but I had that. Very... You were you were in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron's a famous movie star. I just went to a party, so. Um, I wouldn't say fa- <laughs> wouldn't say famous because I'm acting in my friend's science fiction film. Yeah, but, but you are on um IMDb. Oh my god, you're right, actually. We I both am. are. Hey. But I'm as an extra that was in ten seconds of a movie. You had like speaking lines in that movie. Sure about Zach's movie. Yeah. Um, shout out, our friend Zach Mastin directed a movie called Two Crows. I think it's on YouTube. I think you can watch it. At least it was at one point. I don't know if it still is. But we're all in it. And so we all have an IMDb page. He's also made other movies, but that's just the one that we are featured in. But Aaron has been in his other movie after that. But this was our friend Chris. And like really foolish people, we decided that we would trudge on with going up to the top of this mountain to film this movie on the one weekend in June in Vermont that was um, nearly freezing temperatures. Yeah. And we all slept in a car together. Fun. Hashtag my Subaru story. How many people can you fit in the back of a cross trek? Oh my god. Three apparently. Mm, no, the answer's five. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not a big car. It's a wild story that would take this whole podcast to tell you. No, what? no, I want to watch it. Don't tell me. <laughs> no, uh, no, I was going to say just about why we all ended up sleeping in the car. Oh, but, I imagine it had um, something to do with like you were probably planning on camping because of who you are and it was too cold so you ended up in the car. Yes. Not that wild. Okay, but it felt wild. <laughs> it felt like we were being really crazy, but whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, so we did uh, the filming, and it was really a fun time. Um, Good. So, yeah, I think that's all of our updates. Yeah. Um, the only other exciting thing that happened to me is um, Spotify. I opened it on my phone, and I don't think it's there anymore, but it said, um, you know how it recommends things to you or it, like, makes you playlist or something yeah um i don't know if it was like a special time of year or something but um what did it say it said eric we recommend this playlist to you so you can have your sad girl summer and here's a list of songs that fit your like 85 percent most often theme of yearning (laughs) what i was like thanks Spotify, where's my phone? I want to talk to it. Listen to me. I don't want Sad Girl Summer. I want Hot Girl Summer. And if you send me yearning songs, I will unsubscribe. I mean, here's the deal. I like, I know what songs it's talking about, and I like them. Like, I know this about myself. We've assembled, that matches 85% of your style of yearning. Or, well, like, it's like, you know, it gives you those labels, like, your mood or whatever. It's like 85% of your music's mood is... Yeah, mine always says angst. (laughs) Angst. And it's so funny, because I feel like if Spotify could see us... No, that wouldn't be it at all. It'd be, like, so surprised. It'd be like, you? But, like, 99% of the music that I listen to would be defined as angsty. And, and, um... You yearn. Yeah. Like, my other Phoebe Bridgers people out there. Well, we've talked about, I don't know if we've done it on the podcast, but you and I have discussed how you are, like, a character in an old novel, and, like, your housewife and your husband's off at war, and you're just, like, hoping for him to come home. And you're feeding the chickens, and you're weeding the garden, and you're out the window while you clutch your rag, and then underneath you, like, sip some alcohol, and then you 
<laughs> yeah, you're right. That's me. That's you. The curly hair and all. Yeah. We're going to have to dress up in, um, remember one time we described ourselves as essentially like wenches and yeah. I went from being a harlot to a raccoon. I don't know what episode that was in. No, no. It was, um, that was, <laughs> so we were doing the cult podcast and we went from cults to kind of psychology to lizard brains. Oh, those are our lizard brains. We have to dress up at some point in like time period dresses for our lizard brains. Well, remember yours. And do a photo shoot. Yours was the harlot. I was the anxious 50s housewife. Yeah, yeah, but I'm was, picturing like, you smoking in, like, cigarettes like with like your window. hidden flask. We yes, gotta do a photo with, shoot. With the hidden flask, yes. Okay. And then we'll post it to our Instagram. Anyways. That what good. are we talking about today? All right, are you ready? Are you ready I'm, for the theme? I think so. All right. Do, 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 do. The theme. This week. I'm sorry with the do, do, do's. No, I um, like it. It's our new theme song. <laughs> just, Scrap just, whatever we've used so far. Superimpose that. <laughs> um, so, as you might recall, last week, we got into a thing about, like, public school mm-hmm. stuff. And we were talking about teachers, and we were talking about um, our experience with different subjects. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to throw in, because, like, I don't know if this was entirely clear last, with our last episode, but I, I'm, like, I'm, I'm very pro-public school. Like, I oh, feel... Oh, no, I think that was yeah. clear. okay. I just wanted yeah, yeah. to make sure. Because sometimes I feel like people can, can be critical of experiences they've had, and so then they're, like... No, I think... I mean, maybe I'm biased because I was a part of the original conversation, but at least I know that our goal wasn't... Ew, public school, it was why aren't public schools funded and why aren't teachers appreciated? Okay, good. All right. I just wanted to make sure. I don't know. I want to do a full rant about it. Yeah, (laughs) right, right, right. We were talking about the funding and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, it dawned on me that sometimes with arguments like that, people can hear the same thing and they'll be like... Take it the wrong way. Right. So So they'd be like, oh, so that's why you should spend thousands of dollars and only send your kids to private school, which I found out religious private schools do not pay taxes. No. I didn't know this. I was like, what? Any institution that can be associated with religion does not need to pay taxes. There's loopholes. I could like... What happened to the separation of church and state? They should not get Uh, tax breaks. uh, Anyway, support public schools. But along that same conversation, we were talking about different subjects, and one of the things that came up is math. Which we have not talked about on our podcast. I know. Hannah just stuck her tongue out. But listen, this one is cool. This is I cool. don't like math. It brings me anxiety. <laughs> no, no. This won't bring you anxiety, I promise. This one's going to be fun. Um, I don't believe you. I'm going to convince you. Oh, no. Okay. So what we were talking about today is this cool thing called the Fibonacci sequence. So don't stress out yet. Don't panic or anything. We're going to start off with simple ideas. But... Uh, for anyone who's like, hmm, that sounds vaguely familiar, you might have heard of a thing called the golden spiral in um, graphic design or the golden ratio um, that is a special, cool sequence of numbers that we will get into. Um, but let's let's backtrack. Okay. All right. So. So. Have you ever had to, like, make a poster for some reason? So many times. For an event. Right. And have you ever started making the poster... And you are really confident in the beginning, and you make your letters, but they're too big. And by the time you get to the end, you have to, like, squeeze in 
the last letters. Yeah, do you know who John Mulaney is? Yes, I know who John Mulaney is. He has a whole skit on that. Have you seen his happy birthday poster skit? No. He, um, if you guys haven't seen it, like, I bet if you search on YouTube, John Mulaney poster skit, it'll come up. But he'll be like, you ever wrote a poster and you're just real confident and it says happy birthday and so you go, big ass H! And a big ass A. And then you're running out of room. So you go, I can fix this. And you do one really tall P. And then Mm -hmm. you do the other P with their hump under the first P's hump. And then you do a small skiggly Y. (laughs) And then you've learned nothing from your mistakes. And you go to the next line and you start with a big ass B. (laughs) I forget. He like had a point with that joke. Forget what it was. I just love that part. (laughs) Well, okay. But this is... The joke works because it's a thing we're all familiar with and I'm totally done. Now, the kind of weird part about it is that technically all the letters do fit, but we are like unhappy with the poster. Because it's not proportionate. It does, it's not proportionate. And proportional, proportionate, anyway. It doesn't um, please my lizard brain. It doesn't please your brain, right. It's not like not visually pleasing mm-hmm. to look at. So, one way to sort of calculate how to divide a space to make it pleasing to the eye mm-hmm. um, is by using um, this formula that comes out of the Fibonacci sequence, which is the golden spiral. Okay. Um, all right. The basic spiral image is kind of like all over the place. Most people don't even think of it as having to do with math. It just has to do with graphic design. It's that shape we see when you like cut a seashell in half and it's the, the spiral is small, and then yeah. it gets wider. Like a snail shell? Yes, like a snail shell. Yeah, yeah, okay, I've seen that. And have you seen, do you... The, the like, drawing of it, and they've yes. got the lines, and yeah, 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 yes. I've seen that. Yes, people put it on top of pictures of dogs napping, they put it on pictures of flowers, they put yeah. it on top of pictures of whatever else. Um, and essentially what it tells us is that we like... The human eye likes patterns. It likes things that are balanced. Um, And so the most simple way of saying that is if you take, let's say, I'll just take a ruler. And you have this space to make your design, right? Like, say, it's four by five inches or something. Um, The smallest part of the visual space added to the next smallest size of the visual space, added together equals the size of the next part. And then all those things added together equal the size of the next part. Okay. This is like a pattern where it would be like one plus one equals two. Yes. And one plus two equals Three, and two plus three equals five, and three plus five equals eight. Oh my gosh, yes. You're exactly right. Oh, well that makes way more sense than how you just described it. But you just figured it out, though. Oh my god, that was so wild. Uh, I understand math. You just did it. You understood what I said, though. Yes, that's the, that thing that you were just saying. I am both, like, just as pleased as you that I picked up on it so fast, and also a little offended that you're so shocked that I picked up on it so well, fast. No, no, not no, because I was afraid that I wasn't using the best wording. I'm like, that's what I wrote down, but as I'm saying it, I'm not sure it makes sense. But yes, 
That, what you just did with your brain, that's the Fibonacci sequence. Okay. And so written out as numbers, yes, it is one, one plus... One, one, two, three, five, eight, thirteen. I yes. Knew, I couldn't do that one in my head. Yes. Oh, 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 I smell fire. In, in a good way. There's a fire pit out there. It's fine. They can't see outside the window that I'm sitting next to. <laughs> um, right. So, exactly. It's this idea that the smaller pieces of the whole are proportional to the size of the whole. Okay. Um, and kind of, if you're like looking around and you're like, I want to visually understand this, how can I understand this? If you look at, um, let's just say your hand. Looking at it. It's probably, obviously, everyone's body is shaped a little different. Um, and We're we all exact clones of each other. <laughs> well, roughly, in a very rough sense. Your, your hand to your arm, to the rest of your body, kind of follows this rule. So you can see all the lines on your fingers when you turn them towards you. Mm -hmm. So you have this small digit. Yes, the top knuckle. The top knuckle, plus the second knuckle. Equals the finger. Equals, well, it should equal about... Oh, yeah, the top knuckle plus the second knuckle is half your finger. And then yeah. The yes. top, and then that plus is the whole finger. And, right. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah. all three fingers, all three parts of your finger added together are the size of your mm. palm. And then that plus the size of your hand equals the size of your forearm. Did you know your forearm's the same length as your foot? Yeah. I did know this. Then why are my feet so small? Well, because you just don't follow the equation. It's okay. No, because it matches. Look. Oh, I just have little arms and little feet. Oh, but then how come... I think it's my legs. How come... But your arms, I still feel like are kind of long. Haven't we been through this? Didn't Maybe we, this part of my arm's long. Didn't we do this in another episode and we found out that it is right, that this is how tall you are when you stretch your arms out? Did we measure it? I thought we did. Do you have a measuring tape? Um, You are not going to use that ruler. <laughs> that is a six-inch ruler That's that you're right. just going to measure my windspan with. I'm sorry. We did stop this because I didn't have the measuring tape. Okay. All right. We'll get back to that. <laughs> we'll get back to that. Sorry, guys. I'm having the same crisis about my body proportions as I did, I don't know, probably in like our second episode. Yeah. Um, but you also see the same pattern in trees. Um. Again, it's sort of loosey-goosey, but if you look at the... You're not going to look at a pine tree, but maybe like a maple tree. The smallest branch plus the next slightly bigger branch is... Equals the... Okay. Equals the size of the branch it branched mm -hmm. off of, and those all together equal the big branch that all branched off of, and that all together equals the size of the trunk. It's so cool. It happens all the time in nature, um, and we use it in graphic design to make sure whatever you want to put in the space fits the space that you have um, by working kind of backwards. Anyway, I want us to have a picture of like what this looks like in the world and why anybody noticed it. Who figured it out? Was it Fibonacci? So that is a great question. It was not Fibonacci. Is Fibonacci a person? Yes. Did Fibonacci steal this from whoever figured it out? I mean, I shouldn't say steal it because he did, he came back to Italy from his travels and was like, I learned this from the Hold on, let me get this correctly. Did he steal it from some kind of native tribe? No, it wasn't a native tribe. Okay. It was... I was going to fight him. All right. So this is... We I, skipped ahead. I I'll, don't, sorry. <laughs> I'll go back to the other section. Anyway, so our next question. Who discovered this? Our first guess would probably be this Italian guy, Fibonacci. 
And he is the reason that this idea reached Italy and then spread around to what we think of as the Western world. Um, but he is not the original author of the sequence or the formula. First of all, Fibonacci was not his real name. What? His real name was Leonardo Pisano Bogallo. And who gave him the name Fibonacci? Did he give it to himself? Is he that I think person? He did. I think he did. Fibonacci. He lived between um, 11... 1,170, 1170, and 1250 in Italy. So, do you remember when we were talking about medieval times? And the Renaissance. And the Renaissance. Yeah. This is is a little pre-Renaissance. Okay. Um, But do you remember at the same time when we were talking about medieval times, and we said Western Europe in the medieval times was sort of... We called it the Dark Ages. They were all full of plagues. and They were full of plagues. Locusts. And locusts. That's a lie, but... They get. didn't have books. They didn't have locusts. Um, they didn't have books. They were illiterate. A lot of them were illiterate, yes. But in what we now call, what we commonly refer to as the Middle East, had... Lots um, of books. And illiterate people. These Arabic scholars um, were doing all kinds of cool things. Like so, creating sequences for made-up people to steal. Yes. Fibonacci did learn it from the Arabic scholars. However, Fibonacci. they learned about it from Indian mathematicians in India. Arab scholars. I know. Well, I, I bet we're they, all thieves. We're all thieves, but we're learning. This is the spreading of well, knowledge. Well, I think it's one thing to be like, I'm going to share this knowledge with you. And it's another thing to be like, I'm going to give myself a new name and put it on this knowledge that you gave me and make everyone think it was my idea. Yeah. We can blame. We can, we can give Fibonacci a little, a little trouble about that. I slapped <laughs> myself with a ruler and it hurt. Uh, well it's a metal ruler so i think it would have hurt no matter what kind of ruler it was it happened too fast (laughs) to stop you um so let's go back to these indian mathematicians because they're really cool so the indian mathematicians looked out into the natural world they looked at their hands like we did they looked at trees they looked at seashells and they noticed this pattern happening in nature and they started and they were already thinking about numbers and how they apply to the physical world around them in the 7th century. So this was like the 600s. So this is even before the Arabic scholars in medieval times, and this is before the Renaissance in Western Europe, so way earlier in history. Okay. Um, So even a good way to phrase it is this is 600 years before Fibonacci was even, like... Alive. Alive, yeah. So we know about this rule and how... that it started with these Indian mathematicians because of a little thing called Sanskrit prosody, or the study of meter in poetry. Oh. Yes. It's not math. It's literature. It's math and literature. Mm. Okay. Okay, listen. So it gets a little confusing because... The mathematicians used the poetry they were writing to both like express the math they were interested in, interested in, but also it, the writing they were doing was about the math, because um, everything was written in meter and poetry at this time. That's how they recorded everything, uh, which makes us seem so lazy today that we just write regular old sentences. Anyway. Yeah, could you be more poetic about this report, please? I know I should have written the whole thing and. In uh, the golden sequence poetic meter. Honestly, it not because it would have been bad, because it would have been very good, but how that rhythm would play, I would have fallen asleep. 
Oh. It would have been like a little lullaby. Yeah. Dun, so that, dun, that dun, dun, dun. what what they wrote was that the number of syllables in the first line plus the number of syllables in the second line equal the number of syllables in the third line. Yeah. So it'd be like da 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 da. That was five, I think. It'd be like. Okay. Yeah. I hope that that came across, because doing it with my mouth was not working. <laughs> that was much better. The clapping was smart. Um, so that was pretty cool um, that they had this kind of... They didn't have this divide between, like, philosophy, mathematics, literature, visual art. It was all kind of flowy. It all kind of flowed together. It all kind of flowed together. They all touched each other. They all touched. They all mingled. And then some kid who didn't like their food touching separated them all. Fibonacci. (laughs) No, wait, we can't. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, is that wrong? (laughs) We can't put that all on Fibonacci. Oh, okay. Fibonacci, I I don't know what his deal was. I don't know why he was, like, so out there. And he, like, this is what I imagine, okay? This is how I feel like the story went down. Leonardo Bogallo, as he formerly was known, like, the artist formerly known as. Yeah. Said, goodbye, family. I'm going to head out into the world. And I'm going to go to Arabia. And I'm going to meet people and learn things. And his Italian family was like, Leonardo, why you got to do that? Stay home. Make pasta. And Fibonacci was like, no, I won't. I'm going to go over there. And then he gets on a little boat. I want to learn about more than pasta, Mom. I want to be myself. Oh, you heard of my heart. Leonardo. <laughs> yes. And so then... You did not have to pack enough snacks. You're going to starve. Leonardo. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, exactly right. And so Leonardo, get he gets on the little ship that's going to take him from Italy across to what is now, I think, would be Jordan. Um, and hops off to go explore the world. Ah, I've made it. Look at me, Mama. More than pasta. <laughs> yes, he was more than pasta. So he he becomes a mathematician. He learns all these things. Um, he also is, at least as far as my research shows, responsible. I'll show you, Mama. One plus pasta. What? (laughs) (laughs) One pasta plus one pasta. Equal two pasta. One pasta plus two pasta equal three pasta. Ah, Mama, I'm doing so much. My family's Sicilian, so we can do this. Um, (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) And your mom can hear us, so... (laughs) I saw someone on Twitter today say, like, don't make fun of Italians. I don't like it. And I was like, mi amore. <laughs> mi amore. I follow a lady on TikTok who's married to an Italian man. So she'll do things like... I know about this. Make Chef Boyardee and then tell him that it's made from scratch. Or, like, she'll yes, cook pasta wrong. And he'll walk in and he'll put his little hand up in the Italian hand. And he'll mm. go, mi amore. Why you do this to me? I love them so much. I know. He goes, no, no, this is not right. This is not right. He gets all upset. What did she do once? Definitely have to do with making pasta. Oh, well, they all have to do with making pasta. I think she, like, put out the wrong kind of oil to dip Or, like, microwaved something. Yeah. There was one where she was having him, like, blind taste wines. And oh, guess which yes. one was Italian? And she put three straws in one cup, and it was just French wine. <laughs> and he tasted it, and he went, that is French. Like, very immediately sure. And then did it three more times, and he looked at her and went, these are all French. And she went, actually, they're all Italian. And the, like, look of disgust on his face. He makes a great <laughs> He immediately face. went over the box to look at the wine, and he went, ah! 
and like scoffed into the Italian hand. Anyways, this is not what we're talking about. Back to Fibonacci. You're and like the third person, though, who has been like, hey, have you seen this couple on TikTok? I think that they're so funny. Because they are. They are uh, so funny. All right. Okay, mama, I added a pasta. What do I do next? He does something else that's really important. Okay, we're ready. He came from Italy, where they were using these Roman numerals, where he had to write one line, and he had to write two lines for number two. You had to write three lines for number three, so and so on. Mm-hmm. And it, just Did imagine... Did modern numbers? He, well, they're what we use now, but they're the Arabic numbers. Ah! Yes! So it's okay, they traded things. Yeah. He gave them better numbers, and they gave him a sequence. And a new name. Mama, I am home, and I call myself Fibonacci. Leonardo, why? You are named after your papa's 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 papa. Eat the pasta. And he goes, no, Mama. Fibonacci or, or bust. I'm going to change the world with my numbers. Look at how I wrote to this number. Leonardo, it looks like spaghetti. I'm afraid Sorry. I said it wrong, though. So, so the Arabic numbers existed. He just learned about them and was like, oh, my God, this is so much easier than what we're doing in Italy. And went back and was like, guys, look what they came up oh, with. Oh, okay, so he stole two things. He stole two things. Mama, I am a thief. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I also want you guys to know that whenever I use his voice, I hold imaginary backpack straps. He's like Mario, but a math- his mathematician <laughs> brother. He never made it to the video games. Mario and Luigi's brother Fibonacci, <laughs> who does not do plumbing. He left the family business behind. Yeah. <laughs> and changed his name. He just, he just needed to find ah! his own way. And then became Wario. And now he's out for revenge. <laughs> I don't know anything about that video game. Okay, I'm I just think that they're enemies. I don't know. I, I actually, I can't say. I don't. This is a great question. I assumed Wario was not related to them, but now well, that you're Wario saying Well, Wario is is Mario's antithesis, and Luigi and um. Warigi. No. Is it, is it Warigi? God. Is that stupid? <laughs> no. Uh, our... Don't follow. Don't. No, I to... think that that's right. Where's Google? <laughs> Luigi's version of Wario. Waluigi. Waluigi. <laughs> Still dumb. Still fucking dumb. But yeah. So um, anyway, it's like they're evil twins. So Fibonacci had another brother who followed along in his footsteps and left the family plumbing business, and now they're all fighting on our computers for the end of time. To save Princess Peach. Because they're all in love with her. Mama, I'm going to become so smart and marry the, the little girl named Peach. No, you will not. She is betrothed to your brother Mario. Mama, why? Poor <laughs> <laughs> Fibonacci. I can't shoot on Because you stopped making pasta and you learned about the numbers. Sorry. <laughs> I hope everyone appreciates my bad Italian accent. I'm so glad this is how we've entered this. Like, this is the window that the this is the only has chosen. Way I'm going to understand it. Is so if I like, act it out? To learn about math. See, remember? This is what I said earlier. If we learn about the figures in history and why, what they were doing and how they got the then idea. we can give them characters and background stories and understand. You will never forget. Fibonacci secrets. <laughs> About the Fibonacci sequence. All right, so let's see. We skipped around on my notes, so I have to find what we haven't, what the next part. So I said we're still kind of cool with Fibonacci because he brought us the Arabic numerals that are so helpful. We're not like besties, but we're, we're okay. 
We're cool. We'll say cool. hi to him in the grocery store. We're cool. I mean, he was, as far as I know, he was not, um, he wasn't doing any pillaging or anything like that. Like, he just... He wasn't, like, trying to create a superior race. No. I was really he, hoping this would make the wobble, wobble, wobble just, sound, and it doesn't. I, I don't even know if he gave himself, if we wobble, just wobble, now wobble, call wobble, it the wobble, Fibonacci wobble, sequence, because his name wobble. stuck, his fake name. Thank you for ignoring all of that. <laughs> it was necessary. I'm sorry. No, I forget no, no. sometimes that, like, I should resp- like No, 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 no. Ignoring that was best. <laughs> you do so many of those things throughout the day if I responded to all of them. Like- I'm like a toddler and you just have to, like, keep going and pretend I'm not doing it. Anyways. Um, well, do you not know why he's called Fibonacci? I, I didn't get that. I just got that his real name is Leonardo Pisano-Bogallo. Did- <laughs> Say it again. Leonardo. Leonardo Pisano. Bogalo. Um, it might be Bogalo because it's just one G. Because if you say gelato. Oh, Fibonacci is short for Filius Bonacci or son of Bonacci. So we, sh- so his dad's name must have been Bonacci. Then why was he Leonardo? Because he was also Leonardo Pisciano, which means basically like. Leonardo of Pisa, which is where he was from in Italy. A Tuscan town famous for its leaning tower. He's a man of many names. (laughs) So we must have just given him, because I don't think back then they gave them like first, middle, last names. It was like son of or from. Um, So it sounds like we took his Leonardo from this place name and turned it into a full name and then also called him Fibonacci because he was the son of Bonacci. Also, Bonacci's a stupid name. <laughs> Sorry. I'm pretty sure it's a pretty common assembly of Italian sounds. Wait, hold on. Oh no, did I miss something important? No, his dad's name isn't even Bonacci. <laughs> it's say say that G word. Hold on, this has the uh, the weird funny sound in Italian. Giulielmo. Sure, and then in quotes it says Bonacci. So he's son of dad's nickname. Sequence. So it's sort of like how Indiana Jones, his real name isn't Indiana. He took his nickname from his dad's dog. This is news to me. All right, because <laughs> Hannah doesn't watch movies. But anyone who knows the scene where where Harrison <laughs> just, Ford is on a horse. You me for like half a second like, what do you fucking mean it's news to you? It's <laughs> like a big scene. Like Sean Connery's like, why did you change your name to Indiana? And Harrison Ford is like, I I liked it. And then Sean Connery's like, it was the dog's name. And then Harrison Ford goes, I love that dog. And then they ride off into the sunset. Oh my goodness. Um, so Fibonacci. You know what? It doesn't say anything about his mom's name and that makes me mad. Well, because it was 1100s Italy. So my name isn't Hannah anymore. It's... How can I shorten this? Dehistopher, which is daughter of Christopher, but like, one word. Dehistopher? Dehistopher. That sounds too much like histamine. <laughs> Change my mind. I changed my mind. An ele- um, you're in allergy medicine. It's, um, this is better. Wallach, wife of flack. Wallach. <laughs> I will no longer be referred to as Hannah. You'll be my friend Wallach. And you are, um, Watch. Watch. 
I like our other names. I'm going to keep them. <laughs> or, um, or, <laughs> no. I don't even know what your brain is doing. Are you just shortening wife to a, this wasp? I was going to shorten daughter of Michael because that's your dad's name. It came out Michael. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it did, didn't it? <laughs> okay, Aaron and Hannah works. <laughs> I'm glad we settled on that. <laughs> I will no longer be calling Fibonacci sequence Fibonacci sequence, though. I will be calling it the sequence of the son of his dad's nickname, Bonacci. Bonacci. You can just call it the golden ratio. Nope, I like my name better. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> You'll have to write it down though, so I can remember to title that as the podcast. Use that as the podcast title. <laughs> it's in. It's in here. You'll listen to it. It's fine. All right. So to go back to how to actually write this stuff out. One, one, two, three, five, eight, thirteen. I don't know what 8 puts 13 is. Oh my god, I also stopped at 13. Wait, I can do it. 21. Yes. And it keeps going. Oh, 21, 34, 55, 89. It goes on. Um, the trick is that the smallest part plus the next smallest part equals the size of the third part. The size of the third and the second part equals the size of the fourth part, and so on and so on. When you follow this pattern with perfect squares... So a one by one square plus a one by one square. Two by two, three by three, five by five, eight by eight. Okay. That, those squares, as you kind of pile them on top of each other, end up creating... That spiral? The golden spiral, yes. Mm. Which is why you can apply the golden spiral to like a rectangle, which is why we use it when we're making posters. Mm. And so even if you're not assembling things in like a spiral shape, just say you have like a big block of text on a poster and you have a title and a subtitle mm -hmm. and you have to decide like what size the font is going to be mm -hmm. to fit. I don't know if you've ever done this. I've done this. Like you're trying to get everything to fit and especially when you're on a computer, you're like, should it be 12? Should it be 14? You're going back and forth. And like when you look at a really good piece of art or like a piece of graphic design. Like, they've even taken the golden spiral and they've mapped it on the Mona Lisa. So why, why are we so happy so, when we look at the Mona Lisa? What are you going to say? Yeah, that was Da Vinci. Right? Yeah. So, so Fab, Fabinici, what's <laughs> Fibonacci. Fibonacci's ratio <laughs> measured Da Vinci's work and it's too many inches. There's too many inches. There's too many inches. <laughs> So what happens when you put the golden spiral onto the Mona Lisa? Wait, they're Lisa, both named Leonardo. They are. Yes. There weren't all that many names in 1100s Italy. Da Vinci, why don't you make a pasta with your family? Because of mama, I want to paint to the sad girl and then I'll be a famous. Da Vinci art will make you nowhere and nobody. You will not marry the peach girl. <laughs> I promised her to your brother Luigi. But mama, Why? <laughs> Luigi followed trade school. It is a much more respectable profession. <laughs> Mama, no. Go paint Da Vinci. We do not want you here anymore. I love this. I love this <laughs> universe. I feel like we would have to progress on to like Leonardo doing his thing where he's like, I will show my mama that 
art is like a profession and it's just like math and science and it's all related and I will paint well, this but, picture of this man and it's... But then he'll... Geography. It won't be important until he dies and then we'll have to go to Mama weeping over his grave going, You were all right, Da Vinci. Everybody loves the sad girl. <laughs> behind her like um he's dead can i not like do i have to i don't know why she's kind of like her accent. she's not italian princess peach yeah she's not italian this is you know this she does seem like she's she seems more like she is from like the antebellum south or something with the dress she's wearing and princess okay, peach like she accidentally got her uncle's time machine and ended up back in 1100 italy and then had to marry all these weird pasta brothers, and the one artist <laughs> dies. <laughs> She's like very confused, but going with it. You know, I know people have different theories about this, but I also believe there are some theories out there that say Leonardo da Vinci liked liked men. So, but Mama, I wanted to marry Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> Da Vinci, it is 1100. You cannot marry man. The church says, no, we are a Catholic. <laughs> the church will only let you marry pasta and make pasta babies, but you choose art. Go away. <laughs> and then the first pride was born. No, we have to stop doing that. <laughs> no. That's not how it happened. No. There were riots. There were important people. No, there were very important people. I'm not taking away from that. I just think that I'm funny. <laughs> Why did that happen the second time? It wasn't mermaids or Leonardo da Vinci. It was black trans ladies during the Stonewall riots. Yes. Um. <laughs> oh my God! I have to. How do I get back? back you to don't. What I was saying. You don't. The Mona Lisa. Oh. oh. The Mona Lisa. You could have married Lisa. No, Mama, I like Lisa's brother. I will just paint her and make her sad so other boys don't want her either. Yes, he also painted her smile to be exactly the same size, or the right size. What smile? Oh, well, the smile. She's well, not, she's a very sad lady. I think she's smiling a little. Okay, well, we'll just call it her mouth. All right, her mouth. <laughs> Fine, Hannah, her mouth is the width of her mouth times two is, is the, the width, width of, of her, her face. face and then the width of her face is like the height of her face and or plus the width of her mouth is like she has a, the height of her head and neck and then the height of her head and neck is like her body it's something it's like if you do the spiral i think that's like plus so it starts at the mouth it starts and at the it spirals from her mouth. Because it also includes... And then includes... it goes into her body. Yeah. And then the area around it. And then Leonardo da Vinci's disappointed mama. Yes. Yes. Gazing at this. Weeping over his grave. <laughs> clutching the picture of the sad girl. <laughs> oh. I do apologize to anyone who has studied this and is very offended right now. But also, I don't know what to tell you. They're dead in Italy. Yeah. That oh. I'm alive in America. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Mona Lisa's in France. No, but Da Vinci and Fabonici and Bonici and Mama are <laughs> just, all dead. Just Mama. We don't have our name in Mario and Luigi. Dead and in Italy. <laughs> Mario and Luigi. <laughs> yeah. 
Those, those mushrooms finally those got Those were him. the three names. Leonardo, Mario, Luigi. Oh, and, and Bonacci. <laughs> but Is there more? <laughs> so, the other cool thing about the formula... Um, well, not the formula. We've just been talking about the sequence. So the sequence is that pattern of numbers that can just go on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to pull this up. The golden ratio is a number we can use. So if you don't want to write out every time, like let's say you want to... 1, 1, 2, 3, 5, 8, 13, 20 something. Right. So the... Thing about Fibonacci sequence is that if you write all those numbers out, um, they become a spiral. But if you graph them and make them images, they become a spiral. But if you write them all out, it's just this long list. Math mathematicians have decided to number them so that um, one is one f one, um, two is f two, three is f three, but then F4 is 5, F5 is 8, F6 is 13, 13. F7 is 21. Oh. So that we have a way of... Finding it without writing them all out. Correct. Cool. And the farther you go down the Fibonacci sequence, the closer and closer and more exact the numbers get to this thing called the golden ratio, which we can find, like we said, it appears... And all these places in nature um, that create, like, things that are really pleasing to our brains, which I think is the really cool part. The website that I was using to kind of learn about this in a brain-friendly way is called mathisfun.com. <laughs> Sounds silly, but they're to the point, and I appreciate that. Um, and this is their page on the Fibonacci sequence. So another visual thing, it happens in sunflowers from that little seed in the center of the um, the center of the flower that spreads to kind of the outer ring that spreads to the size of the petals. Um, you can find this. Okay, so the rule. Mm. I actually said the rule a little incorrectly. It's, it would be um, F0 is 0, F1 is 1, F2 is 1, because you still have the second one, because right. 1 plus 1 is 2. And then... F3 is 2, F4 is 3, so on. So, you can write the rule. I, I'm saying F. You can use any letter, but I think F is makes more sense because it's the Fibonacci, Fibonacci sequence. So, Fn equals Fn minus 1 plus Fn minus 2. Oh, Fn minus 1 is the previous term. Fn minus 2 is the term before that. Right. Correct. So you would add... So if you wanted to find the 12th number in the Fibonacci sequence... You would do F12 equals... F12 minus 1 plus... F12 minus 2. And then you can solve for F because algebra... And yes. they all said I'd never use it again. Right. Which is, Well, this is why I like this example, because it kind of feels like that's an example of algebra, but the golden spiral feels like geometry. Fibonacci feels like art, art. and literature and poems. Yes. Right. And we go back. To and all also the... plumbing. Trade school. 
arts, humanities, trade school. It's all here. The world is round. Um, is it? Yes, it is, Hannah. Is it? <laughs> We're not even. It's spherical. Is that what you want? Is it? Spherical with some bumps, not exactly is even it? on both sides. What if it's like egg-shaped? And they, when they took the picture, were just looking at the bottom of the egg. And it kind of <laughs> comes out on the other side. <laughs> um, yeah. Not an argument I've heard before, but as long as you're not saying it's flat, you know? No, I just would like us to be on an egg. <laughs> I like egg shapes. I like egg as a shape. Okay. In general. I also find eggs pleasing. You know, you hold one in your hand. It feels nice. And you can either... Save it or crush it. And the fate of its little world is all on you. And your Fibonacci hand. <laughs> <laughs> the fate of the world is in your Fibonacci hand. <laughs> uh, uh. This is the best math episode ever. Ever. All right, this is what I was looking for. So the golden ratio is approximately 1.618034. And it goes on and on and on. Um, kind of like pi. 3.1459 is as far as I ever memorized. This is pretty good. Thanks. Right. So this is another cool number like pi, but it's called the golden ratio. And so, when you take the Fibonacci sequence, and you take whichever number you pick and the number that comes after it in the sequence, divide them, the farther and farther down the Fibonacci sequence you go, the closer and closer and closer you get, and granted it still starts pretty close, to the golden ratio. And it's just this really cool thing that happens for, as far as I can tell, not exactly any reason, except for that nature is filled with repetitive, elegant patterns that make us happy. Mm. Isn't that weird? I should have a bunch of division in my calculator to test that theory, and it works. <laughs> <laughs> I went one divided by one, one divided by two, like... one divided by five, one divided by 13. Don't worry, mathematicians. Your work has been checked by Hannah O'Connell, so we know that it's real. <laughs> I'm a fact checker. So yeah, I'm certified by the FBI. You can use the Fibonacci. No, I'm not. What? <laughs> what? She's certified by the FBI. As a fact checker. Yeah, you know on Facebook when things are wrong and they'll be like, independent fact checkers have said you should mm. be, I'm, I'm, I'm an independent fact checker certified by the FBI. She kind of let her tank top strap slip down <laughs> so she looks a little sexy for you, but you can't tell. But it's helping her argument. Thank you, Erin, for letting them know. Well, I was like leaning into the computer that we record on with my, with my naked shoulder. Oh. <laughs> Forgetting that uh, none of you will know about this. Jason, I did not just flirt with the world to convince them that I knew about math. Okay? Don't worry about it, buddy. Buddy. Keep touching you. I'm sorry. I keep putting my foot near you. So Not even near me. Her foot is under my chair right now. So I guess it's not my fault that I'm touching you. This is on you. Yeah, that's fine. I'll take that. So the reason that the golden ratio is kind of cool is that if you go totally backwards, you can use the golden ratio to find and solve for Fibonacci numbers. 
Why would you need to do that except for the fact that it's just a cool pattern that exists? I don't know. But. No, no, you're fine. Don't worry about this. Oh, okay. Sorry. You're giving me your big eyes. I was, I was trying to. I started texting, guys, and I was trying to draw attention away from the fact that I was texting, so I was just making a So you made your eyes really big. Hannah, we have learned this. When you do that with your eyes, I apparently can't do anything else. <laughs> like, I'm, like, paralyzed. You're like a Someone asked me recently trap. if my eyes were blue. Like, they, they have seen me in person, and they texted me, and they're like, you have blue eyes, right? And I just responded, I will never tell. <laughs> They still haven't confirmed her tonight. <laughs> Reader, she does have blue eyes. Or do I? Maybe they're egg eyes. <laughs> egg is not color. That's what you think. Tell me that next time you're in the paint aisle and you can buy eggshell. Oh, she gave me the other <laughs> shoulder. What is this? It's the flirty shoulder. The flirty shoulder. <laughs> gets me what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that from the TikTok couple their handle is couple of goofs and one of them when she wants something she'll drop her shoulder and turn her back and like wiggle it at her partner <laughs> the flirty shoulder yeah it works all right i have to try that next time so those are kind of all the cool things about the fibonacci number and on our instagram i'll make sure to share this link to the mathisfun.com page because they explain it with images and it's really cool and it's really like nice review of all of it um, Honestly, this went a lot better than I was anticipating when you started the episode with we're going to talk about math. I immediately checked out. I was a little afraid of that. I, I thought it would be fun. Like, I thought I No, it was end. fun once once you told me what the math was. But you can't just because start. Because it's so cool, right? You should have gone like, have you heard of this guy Fibonacci? And I would have been like, that's a fun name. No. And then math. And then I'd be like, all right, but I got to know more. But you started with, there's math. And my brain went. I don't exist. But then, like, two minutes later... You no, were I was like, good. You were like, good. you have this, like, glazed, sort of scared look in your eyes, and I had just explained this idea of the squares make the spiral that you can put onto posters, and you just, like... It was like a <laughs> ghost, like, entered your body, and you were like, so it's like... One, one, one plus, two, three, five, yeah, eight. One, two, three. And I was like, <laughs> she's just gonna list numbers in order? Which, it's stupid, because I know how it starts. And you went, five, eight, thirteen. And I was like, Yes! <laughs> I like that I'm re-cursing the beginning of the podcast. I was briefly possessed by Fibonacci's ghost. <laughs> it was he like, was you're like, gonna get this You right. will pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> and then you will make fun of my mama. <laughs> so I'll give permission. All of history will remember that I, Fibonacci, was I bet wrong. Fibonacci used the flirty shoulder. You know, he just kind of sounds like... Because here's the deal. How did he show up? Bang, what did he bang through the doors of like the scholarly tower and was like Dang. teach me about math mama thinks I'll fail and then he wiggled his shoulder and flipped his long hair because at that period in time in Italy they all had long hair and they went alright come on over here's our numbers look here and he was like oh my god Europeans are so dumb what have we been doing this whole time and now my name will be Fibonacci yeah like Lady Gaga he just needed to reinvent himself yeah but he did not wear any meat as far as we know. Ooh, that's true. I was not around in 1100. Technically, he, he was, what did I say? He was born, I keep saying the 1100s. He was born in 1170. So it was more like the 1200s. He was really doing his thing. He was out there. Okay. Okay. I was around then, so. <laughs> <laughs> so you would know. <laughs> yeah. Him and I probably got drunk together. Who knows? Who knows? I lived in Italy in the 1200s. 
All right, so let me just clarify a few things. So the numbers we use today are called the Hindu Arabic numerals. That's the numbers that you see in your everyday life. Um, that all of Europe saw and said, oh my gosh, that's so much better than what we've been doing. What if I just started writing numbers differently and refusing to change until other people learned it my way and then I became the next Fibonacci? I mean, you can give it a try. Oh my God, give me a pen right now. That they end, they end the page with, thank you, Leonardo. <laughs> oh, here's the last thing. Fibonacci Day. Fibonacci Day is November 23rd, as it has the digits 1, 1, 2, 3, which is the beginning of the sequence. So, next November 20... Whoa, whoa. So, next November 23rd, let everybody know it is Fibonacci Day. <laughs> and try out your flirty shoulder. <laughs> Those are beautiful numbers, Hannah. They're so bad. I just started writing in cursive. <laughs> um, yeah, Fibonacci Day, flirty shoulders. Count, just walk with people on November 23rd and go 1, 1, 2, 3, 5, 8, 13, 21. Is it 21? And, like, memorize it and then just chant it at people in a monotone and make your eyes really big and flirt your shoulder and then walk away. Don't explain it. And people who are in the club, they'll know. They'll get it. People who aren't in the club, not good enough for you. Is the idea that... And that's people... how you'll find your next mate. <laughs> you're, you're not, not your soulmate or anything. Just the next person. <laughs> just the next one. Just the next person. Each episode will give you a new task to find the next person that you're meant to sleep with and or date. And if you don't do it, and or you do it and they don't respond correctly, you don't get to have sex. Like... What do you mean? Ever? You have to find the correct mate. Oh. If someone can't chant the Fibonacci sequence back at you, don't take them home. All right, all right, all right. You want an educated but fun person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have no control over any of your sex lives. Please go do whatever you want. That's With like... consent. But, like, otherwise, whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good message. Don't do that. Stop. <laughs> She did the eyes at me again. I just wanted to see how fast it would work. It was instant. It was, uh, it was instantaneous. Wait, what happens if I do this? That's too much. Put that away. I don't know. <laughs> it was just my shoulder, guys. No, it was the eyes and the shoulder. Come on, me. Said, put that away and it made it sound like I was like, tits. It's just... Uh, it's still out. It just has a strap on It's now. very effective. This, we all know a shoulder with a strap on it is very different than the shoulder without a strap hey, on it. Hey, but what is it about a naked shoulder that makes you go, I'll do what you say? You don't like naked shoulders? I'm going to go home and wiggle both my shoulders at Jason and see what he says to me. Well, he might be looking at something else that's wiggling. I'll do he it behind. Be... I'll do it backwards. Oh, okay. I'll, keep, I'll keep my boobs out of the equation. <laughs> I'll just walk in backwards and like roll my shoulders one at a time and look over them while I do it and see if it does anything. I'll report back. Yeah, tell me about that. I'm going to forget and he's going to listen to this and be like, where the fuck are my shoulder rolls? <laughs> well, that's good. Now you're held accountable. I'll try it on Aaron. Right now. Not right now. Okay. No. no, that's where your parents are outside. Yep. So I'm going to wait till another time. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I hope that you all learned a lot today about Mario... My ability to mimic Italians, the Fibonacci sequence, my feelings towards math, and Aaron's just immense level of patience for me. <laughs>
And also a splash of flirting. A splash. A splash. Because um, what's somebody's got to know without a little bit of flirtation? Truly. It is a theme, isn't it? It's kind of there. It's just who I am as, a, as like a human. I know. I know. That's true. That's true. Um, so I, I recognize that I kind of did that thing I do sometimes where I pick a visual medium to talk about on a, on a audio medium. I think this one worked, though, because we used numbers to describe it. Okay. Numbers are the universal language. Which... And everyone knows what the Mona Lisa looks like. And everyone knows who Mario and Luigi are. This is true. So I think that we're fine. Uh, well, but anyway, I was going to say, we'll post, we'll post some examples of the Golden Spiral on the Instagram, because they're fun. Yeah, Erin um, will text me things. I will. My favorite is when it's on a dog. Oh, that we'll definitely post that. Yeah. Maybe I'll put it over Raven. Oh, yeah. Oh. Raven. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I hope that you all eat your vegetables. Get some sleep. Drink your water. Take your vitamins. Um, relax a little this week. Chill out, bro. Give yourself a hug. Give somebody else a hug. Yeah. Try and befriend a wild squirrel and then send me a message on Instagram and let me know how it goes. Yes. Goodbye, friends. <laughs> Goodbye, friends. We're out. We are out. Thank you.